Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing OnboardNWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Without further ado, here's our fearless host, Randy Wilbur. Hey, 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 what is going on? I am Northwest Arkansas. It's your boy, Randy Wilburn. I'm here with a brand new episode for you, a Labor Day special episode of the podcast, Labor Day 2022. Uh, excited to be with you guys today. Um, as I always am, I know I always start that. I always start that off. I may have to come up with something different, but anyway, um, yes, today is Labor Day as I'm recording this, uh, Labor Day 2022. And um, I just wanted to do something a little different. I'm actually doing a live at, into Facebook right now. Uh, I will also share this video out on our other channels later. But I just figured I would uh, I would try something different. And I, I just really wanted to talk about Labor Day. I wanted to talk about what this holiday means for a lot of people. Um, I know sometimes we think of it as the end of the summer. I know some of you are out on uh, a Beaver Lake. 
um, getting those last minute rides on on the lake with your jet skis or whatever you are on or just jumping in the jumping out of your boat and into the lake or just fishing or, you know, maybe you're floating the Buffalo today or the Kings River or something like that. But the bottom line is um, this is the end of summer. And we are now getting ready for the fall. But I also think we shouldn't forget about the significance of this date. Uh, We shouldn't forget about the significance of Labor Day. Um, I think that, um, you know, obviously we celebrate Labor Day the first Monday of September. Kind of marks the end of summer for us. Um, The start of schools is happening in, in some places and in other places like here in Northwest Arkansas. Our kids have already been back in school for a period of time now. Um, and then, you know, there's also the reason to put white away. Right. So if you're wearing white shoes right now, you know, you're really not supposed to be wearing them. But I'll, I'll share that story in a second. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was funny, but um, I didn't I didn't wear white all summer. I don't I don't know what happened. Um, I didn't pull out my white bucks and um, I don't know. I just it was so hot. I just wore flip flops. I wore my Jesus sandals all summer because it was so freaking hot. So uh, there it is. Anyway, um, so just let's talk a little bit about history and, and Labor Day. Right. I mean, I, I am a history major and it's something that I've always enjoyed. And so um, when you think about Labor Day, it really only became a thing after the recession uh, of um, uh, the 1870s. And uh, after that, that period of, of, of growth, just after the Civil War, um, and, and, you know, there were, there were just a lot of things happening, and especially in the more um, urban environments throughout the United States, which there weren't many, but the, the urban environments that did exist, there was a lot of factories, a lot of industry, and workers were, were looking to, you know, come up with ways to fight for fair wages. Um, they wanted better working conditions and, and, you know, and an eight, eight hour workday, something that we kind of take for granted now, but, you know, back in the day, that wasn't always a thing. Uh, an eight hour workday was, that would have could be, that would have been considered a short workday. So, uh, you had this whole momentum in the country as we were moving towards a new century here in the United States. And there were just a lot of changes afoot. And, you know, if you know your history, there was a Pullman railway car strike in 1894. And after that, uh, after dealing with that Pullman railway car strike, President Grover Cleveland tried to strike a conciliatory tone with labor nationwide by making Labor Day a national holiday. And also around the world, um, they were honoring workers on May 1st, which was called May Day. Um, but and, and even here in the United States, we did celebrate May 1st as May Day for a while. We celebrated both May Day and Labor Day. But uh, later on, May, uh, Labor Day won out in terms of what we were going to celebrate for a variety of reasons, the least of which is that uh, May Day was created um, by the Marxist International Socialist Congress. They were the ones that started May Day. So clearly we were, as a country, we were were not trying to espouse that belief system and um, take that for what it is. You may or may not agree with me, and and I'd love to, to know your thoughts on this, but the bottom line is that that was what was happening. And I, I'm just re re uh, telling uh, history, right? And how we've dealt with this. So in our country here, 
we celebrated Labor Day, you know, when Labor Day was a big holiday for a while up until maybe the 60s or 70s when things really started to change. But in several major cities, Labor Day was a really big deal. They would have parades, which they still do, but they're not nearly as involved as they used to be. And even in some of your smaller towns, you would see Labor Day events, but 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 especially in your larger cities. So, um you know there was there was that and so now it's it's interesting because it, here we are in 2022 and we we are coming out of the pandemic and there are just a lot of things that are happening that uh that we're having to make sense of and so everyone has had to reconsider how work is done um and and you know what should work look like right and and i think about my neighbors that I, I walk past every morning when I'm out on my walks, some some of some of whom I didn't I never saw prior to the pandemic. Now I see all the time because their work schedules afford them the ability to work from home. And so um, there are, there's a lot of new aspects to work and to labor um, that have been impacted by the pandemic. And there are practices behind labor that have fundamentally changed. I mean, if you look at Brian Chesky from uh, Airbnb, who basically said, we're going to be working virtually forever. And that's always how it's going to be. I've, I have some friends that have businesses that say that they're never going back to a quote unquote office. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like over time. I think that um, I have I have other friends that say, listen, culture is everything and we've got to have a workplace. We have to have a work environment. We have to have a place for people to come. And so it, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and, um, you know, w- you know, where uh, labor goes in the future. But I do believe with the advent of technology, uh, artificial intelligence, um, you know, there is the move for Skynet. I'm, I'm being funny, but I'm not. Um, there is just this whole just changing of the guard when it comes to how we do work and the type of work that we do. And so I think it's going to be really interesting to see how labor evolves over time and what that looks like. I think that labor is going to look markedly different for my kids um, and your kids, if you have children and your grandkids, then it looked for me or for you. And, and I'm, I'm a Gen Xer. There are baby boomers out there. I think that uh, all of us have have different experiences about the workplace. And I think that's going to continue to change. And I think um, right now, what we just experienced in the pandemic has caused us to rethink things and has, you know, it's just it's just much different than how things were back in the day where people didn't have a choice. You had to physically go to a factory to work a job. Now, my factory is this office I'm sitting in or I could be at home. I used to do during the pandemic. I was doing the, my podcast and both video and on the podcast. I was doing it at home in my garage. And then I finally graduated from my garage to uh, Rogers. And then I moved from Rogers to downtown Fayetteville. Shout out to being in downtown Fayetteville right here on Block Street. Come visit your boys sometime. I'd love to see you. We could grab coffee. But anyway, I digress. I, I just, you know, I think things have just fundamentally changed. And what is what technology allows and what you're capable of doing uh, nowadays, from a work perspective, is markedly different than than what we experienced even twenty or thirty years ago. So, that's you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. And so, there is certainly a move underfoot 
uh, to try to improve working conditions and opportunities here in the United States. And I think as policymakers come up with new ways to establish what work looks like and how we deal with labor in our country. I mean, the, you know, Labor Day, the the labor movement, the unions grew out of Labor Day. And so we are at our lowest point in terms of union involvement here in this country. And wherever you stand on the whole union issue, um, there are pros and cons to unions, just like there are pros and cons to anything. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see how how labor um, continues to evolve and what how unions evolve over time um, with with the changing of, of times and the changing of technology. And so even right here in Northwest Arkansas, you know, we had a chance to uh, bring on some folks from Skills Lab Training up in Bentonville. Uh, and they uh, they talked about, and that was episode 109 if you want to check it out, and I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. They talked about um, ways that the next generation of workers here in Northwest Arkansas are being prepared for success in the labor force. And so they are they are trying to help young people, your young people, those kids that are in high school, like my kids at Fayetteville High School and elsewhere, you know, Springdale, Rogers, Bentonville. All of these kids need training. They need um, preparation for what the labor force is going to look like in the future because it's going to be much different. And uh, and for some of us as parents, it's going to be hard for us to relate to what labor looks like in the future. Cause we all know what it looked like for us. And, you know, all of us, like my wife, she tells my kids all the time, she went out and got a job uh, at the age of 13, um, uh, working at star market in, uh, Boston, Massachusetts, shout out to star market. But, um, so she, she experienced that. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see how things evolve, especially for our kids when it comes to the labor movement, when it comes to working. I mean, honestly, if my, my children, technically do not ever have to step foot in an office if they don't want to. If they have an idea, if they have a plan for a business, or if they want to work at a place at a business that basically provides a virtual workplace, then that's an option for them. And and again, you know, it, we don't have enough time to go too deep into this whole issue of um, is it good to have virtual workplaces? Is it bad? Uh, I, if you hear my hear my friend Mark Zweig tell it, you know, you got to be able to come into the office from time to time to ke- connect with folks. And, you know, there was a whole thing in business back in the day called management by walking around. And um, how can you manage by walking around? Uh, I guess you have to do it virtually, right? Where you just kind of pop in on people on Zoom or on Google Teams or something or, or on Google or on Teams where you just check in with people on a regular basis. But all of that has fundamentally changed the workplace and the work environment. So it's going to be interesting to see how things pan out. I don't certainly don't have all the answers. And um, that wasn't the purpose of this episode. It was really to acknowledge Labor Day and to kind of talk about the history behind Labor Day and and, uh, why it started and the fact that it's been a holiday since 1894. Um, And, you know, to recognize all the people out there that are working hard to make things happen, whether you are working in the fields, um, uh, uh, harvesting the fruit and, and all of the different plants that come out of our agrarian economy here in the United States, whether you're in factories, whether you are in the supply chain, uh, and whether you are on a truck right now driving for J.B. Hunt or Walmart or Tyson. I see those trucks on the road all the time. And honestly, we couldn't get 
we couldn't live the lives that we live without those folks doing the work that they do. And so I want to acknowledge everybody that's out there putting in a solid day's work. And I say a day's work. I don't say eight hours. Right. Because it could be, you know, you could be working four hours a day and making a difference. Um, I don't I don't know that it's necessarily an amount of time more so than it is an amount of effort. And uh, and and also a desire to do something that you really enjoy doing. Right. Because I, I think that's the other thing. Life's too short not to be working and, and laboring on the things that you love doing um, if you can. And so I certainly would encourage you to take advantage of that. So that's really all I do have. I, I do feel like the future does look bright. Oh, I do want to share one thing. This whole issue about white after Labor Day. Just so you know, historically, the reason why this all came about was because the upper crust, and I'm using air quotes now for those of you that are listening to the podcast, the upper crust frowned upon anyone wearing white uh, after a certain period of time. And it was their way of kind of controlling fashion. And so they would make it a point to say, hey, wearing white after Labor Day was not a thing. And if you did, you, you, you were making a fashion faux pas. But in reality, there is no hard and fast rule to that. So I actually might pull out my white bucks. If you see me wearing them this week or next, um, don't judge me. Just know that I am not constrained by uh, certain uh, rules uh, of um, of fashion etiquette that may or may not be valid. Uh, I just happen to like white shoes. Um, so if you do see me wearing my white bucks after Labor Day, uh, just say hello. <laughs> so. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys. Those of you that joined us live here on Facebook, uh, we'll repost this elsewhere on several other um, uh, on several other platforms, including LinkedIn. We have a big LinkedIn following for the I am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Uh, We also have a huge following on Instagram. You can find us there. You can uh, also, like you said, find us right here on um, Facebook and uh, just connect with us. We're probably going to do more of these live podcasts. episodes in the future. And then I'm also going to be recording more uh, with video as well. So there'll be more episodes with video that you'll be able to see and partake of. So I think that'll be kind of cool. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of where we are right now. So, hey, I'm Randy Wilburn, the host of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'd love some feedback from you if you get a chance. Um, please shoot me an email. Hello at I am Northwest Arkansas.com. I got a really great email the other day from someone that caught up with us at the black owned NWA black expo that took place at theater squared. Certainly want to encourage you to, um, connect with us. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Is there, if there's information that you'd like to get from us, uh, please, uh, feel free to, um, you know, to let us know. And if, if, as always, if you listen to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify, we would love a review, but especially a review on iTunes. Now, a lot of people ask me, well, why, Randy, why, why does a review on iTunes take more weight than any of the others? Well, it just so happens that iTunes, one of the largest um, aggregators of podcasts and people go, people look at those first. And, and for whatever reason that, uh, that, Apple Podcasts post their reviews and they get out there. And so as we get more reviews, we will start sharing them live here on the podcast. We've shared some in the past, but we will do more of that. Um, And that's, you know, 
we'll see what happens. We'll, we're going to continue to evolve and, and change and do some things. And I've also got some cool things to announce coming up in the near future that I can't wait to share with you. But in the meantime, in the meantime, we're going to have some fun with this podcast. And we've got some great episodes this fall that I think you will enjoy. But today, I want you guys to take a chill, relax, enjoy your family, maybe get some ice cream. You can barbecue, whatever you want to do. Take advantage of today and uh, enjoy your Labor Day. And I will talk with you soon. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.